Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses, Brandy and Jody. Hello, beautiful ghouls. Welcome. This is Brandy. I'm here with my sister, Jody. Hello. So I have a stupid joke. Did you get this joke I sent you on Facebook? No. Oh, I tagged you in it. Uh, when was it? I don't know, earlier in the week. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. I don't remember. I probably did. I don't know. Anyway, uh, why was the picture sent to jail? I don't know. It was framed. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, those are getting harder to find. <laughs> That's why I sent you one. I'm sorry. I don't remember. I'll look. I'll look and maybe I'll use it next week. Okay. Um, okay, so I have some facts to begin the podcast, and I hope we haven't done them before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the hashtag symbol is technically called an octothrope, okay. which I think I've said that one before. The 100 folds in a chef's hat represent 100 ways to cook an egg. Really? Apparently. That's interesting. Yeah. The longest wedding veil was longer than 63 football fields. What? Holy crap. That is just stupid. That is insane. Very uncomfortable to deal with. The largest known living organism is an aspen grove. Pando, is it's Latin for I spread out, is a group of genetically identical quaking aspens in Utah with an interconnected root system. It's an estimated 80,000 years old and takes up more than 100 acres. That's cool. Yeah. So a single living organism. Insane. Uh, The odds of getting a royal flush are exactly one in 649,740. If you drive south from Detroit, you'll you'll hit Canada. Okay. Which I think we've said that one before. Four times more people speak English as a second language than as a native one. Wow. Yeah. The uh, Learbird can mimic almost any sounds it hears, including chainsaws. Ooh, creepy. Yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) Uh, Pumpkins, squash, and gourds are all technically the same species. Okay. You can major in wine at Cornell University. Let's do that. Oh, my God. That would be awesome. (laughs) Um, About 700 grapes go into one bottle of wine. Dang, that's a lot. Yeah. A $1 bill costs five cents to make. Uh, The crown jewels contain two of the biggest cut diamonds on Earth. Wow. Uh, Baby sea otters can't swim. Oh, poor baby. I know. The Oscars used to give out an award to child performers, which they should still do that. I wonder why they don't. I don't know. Someone probably got pissed because they were like 18 and they were like, oh, sorry. You know, that's how people are. Uh, If Facebook was a country, it would have one billion more people than China. Hmm. That's a lot of people. Yeah, it is. In the small town of Dorset, Minnesota... Uh, where a new mayor is picked every two years by drawing names out of a hat. A three-year-old named Robert Tufts was elected mayor in 2015. (laughs) 
His governing style, quote, being nice and no poopy talk. <laughs> In 2018, I think we all agree that the world could use more Robert Tufts in higher office. Oh my gosh. Could you imagine like an adult saying something like that? <laughs> that would be great. People would be like, what? <laughs> I think President Trump was our closest to a child. <laughs> yeah, definitely. A spoiled child. Yeah, really. Uh, according to a, a 2014 study conducted by VoucherCloud and published by the Los Angeles Times, one in nine Americans, uh, exactly 11% of the population, think HTML is a disease. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't know what it stands for, but I know it's not a disease. Yeah. Yeah, same. Uh, you can hire a, cl- a clown in Switzerland to stalk your child and creepily smash a cake into their face on their birthday. That's rude. <laughs> that is rude. Why would someone do that? I I don't know. People like, even smashing, like, in weddings. Yeah. Smashing cake. And that's so, I just, I hate that so much. Oh, my much. gosh. When Eric did that, I got so mad. Yeah. I ended up smashing it in his face. It was an anger. Yeah. And he got it all up his nose. Good. I was so mad. Good. That should have been the first sign. Yeah, really. Red flag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, Aaron specifically came up to me like a week before and he was like, we're making a pact right now. No smashing cake into anyone's face. Mm-hmm. I was like, agreed. So, yeah, we were not into that. Uh, if you put some Viagra in a vase, it will make flowers stand up straight for a week beyond when they really would, uh, when they would normally wilt. <laughs> uh, Britain's secret intelligence service once hacked an Al Qaeda Al Qaeda website and replaced the bomb instructions with a cupcake recipe. Yeah, I've heard that one before. I think that's hilarious. That is hilarious. Uh, in 2012, a man wore 60 shirts and nine pairs of jeans on an 11 and a half hour flight from China to Africa because he didn't want to pay the extra baggage fee. Wow. Talk about uncomfortable. Seriously. 60 shirts. I, how do you even get that many pants on? Nine pairs of jeans. They, it's not like they They expand. don't stretch. Yeah, they don't stretch. Yeah, he probably is all stiff-legged and armed, <laughs> like the little kid on uh, Christmas Story. Yeah, with the- yeah, like arms straight out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, a town in Washington has a treetop bridge over a busy road that's just big enough for squirrels. It's called the Nutty Narrows Bridge. Aww. Cute. That's so cute. Uh, Manish... Sethi, a computer programmer, hired a woman at $8 an hour to slap him in the face every time he tried checking Facebook during work hours. I'll take that job. Fuck yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> well, it'd have to be a second job. I can't live on $8 yeah, an really. hour. <laughs> <laughs> but if you were, like, in college, Hell fuck yeah. yeah. I'll slap someone in the face and get paid to do it. <laughs> uh, U.S. Constitutional amendment was proposed in 1893, suggesting the uh, country be renamed the United States of Earth. What? 
They wanted to call it the United States of Earth. Okay. That is horrible. Yeah. The actual U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has a real website devoted to zombie preparedness. I've heard that before, and I think that is awesome. <laughs> it is. That's scary, though. I thought this might be the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. I guess it still could. Yeah. I don't know what's in them vaccines. You don't. You really don't. Um, okay. The quiet staring in the Twilight movies, if you splice them all together, there's exactly 26 minutes of quiet staring. Oh, my gosh. That's almost a half an hour. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, Lobsters have bladders on either side of their heads, so they communicate by urinating on each other. Ew. (laughs) That's so gross. (laughs) That's a fact I didn't need to know. Ew. Uh, After losing a drunken poker bet in 2009, a New Zealand man had his name legally changed to, quote, full metal, havoc, more sexy and intelligent, then Spock and all the superheroes combined with Frost Nova. <laughs> okay. It took five years, but the name was finally approved by the government. All 99 characters of his new name are on his passport. Oh, my gosh. Holy crap. That's crazy. Why do people do such stupid stuff? He's drunk. That's the only thing I can come up with. Yeah, but he couldn't have been drunk the whole how many years? Well, yeah. Five years. <laughs> I mean, you never know, maybe. Well, I guess. Uh, it would take 76 work days, if you worked eight-hour days, to read every online privacy policy you agree to in an average year. Wow. That's a lot of reading. Yeah. Does anyone read all those? No. <laughs> Nobody reads any of it. That's why we're probably, have all signed our lives away. Yeah, probably. No idea. <laughs> I, I see, like, the first, you know, little paragraph. I'm like, okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Take my firstborn. I'm sure that's what it says. <laughs> a dairy cow will produce up to 3% more milk when listening to music, but they don't like country music, especially Willie Nelson. <laughs> they have good taste. <laughs> they do have very good taste. <laughs> They're like, no country music for us, thanks. A nutmeg can be fatally poisonous. Really? apparently uh bee hummingbirds are so small they get mistaken for insects bee hummingbirds yeah i wonder i bet they're so cute i want to see one i know uh koalas have fingerprints water makes different pouring sounds depending on its temperature that's kind of cool yeah Abraham Lincoln's bodyguard left his post at Ford Theaters to go for a drink. Really? Hmm. Uh, There's a giant fish with a transparent head. Ooh. Creepy. It's got to be in the ocean, right? Oh, most likely. Yeah. A pharaoh once lathered his slaves in honey to keep the bugs away from him. Uh, Yeah. Asshole. Uh, the total weight of ants on Earth once equaled the total weight of people. Wow. That's insane. That is. Uh, k- kids ask 300 questions a day. <laughs> well, they have to learn. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, space smells like seared steak. Ooh. Which I think I've done that before. Sounds good. Yeah. A dot over, or the dot over the lowercase i or j is known as a tittle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Rabbits can't puke. Really? Apparently. The wood frog can hold its pee for up to eight months. Ew. Holy shit. Shit. (laughs) Humans are the only animals that blush. New car smell is the scent of dozens of chemicals. Mm-hmm. And my last one, the first person convicted of speeding was going eight miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> we can run faster than that, can't we? I think so, yeah. <laughs> well, not me, but somebody can run faster than that. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right, so this week I did People Reveal the Creepiest Things That Happened to Them on Road Trips. All right. And I got this from Ranker. Okay. When I was younger, my family and I went on a road trip to Wyoming to see Yellowstone National Park. It's a beautiful place, and if you haven't seen it yet, I recommend it. Anyways, so from our home in California, it was about a 17-hour drive in our Yukon XL. It took us several days worth of on and off driving to get there, and during the nights, we would try to find a little motel to rest at. One of the nights, due to us being behind schedule, my dad attempted to drive through the night to get us there sooner. He made it probably into the wee hours of the night before he deemed it unsafe and parked us in a little unlit rest stop in the middle of the woods in some flyover state. My brothers and I had fallen asleep in the car several hours before he stopped, so for at least a couple hours we were all sleeping in the car in this dark little parking lot surrounded by forest. Having got a couple hours of sleep and being in a pretty uncomfortable position, I woke up in the middle of the night, pretty disoriented but not really scared. I looked around and saw everyone fast asleep in this pitch black car, and naturally I felt pretty alone. I tried to fall back asleep, but it just wasn't working. So I just sat there for a while, boredom settling in. Looking out the window to see where we were, where we were, it was pitch black, so I couldn't see jack shit. Luckily, I wasn't the type to pack light and had brought a couple flashlights in my bag. Being careful not to disturb my f- sleeping family, I reached into the back seat, unzipped my bag, and pulled out a little plastic yellow flashlight. It wasn't the brightest, but it was enough to see the foreground of the general surroundings. I put it up to the glass, making sure not to make any noise, and pushed the little switch into the on position. I pressed my face against the glass and looked out. At first, it looked like a normal tree line with some bushes, trees, whatever, but as I scanned the darkness looking for animals, buildings, etc., I noticed this dark shape standing between these two trees in the distance. It looked like the shape of a man, but it wasn't moving, just sitting there. After watching it for a good while and seeing no real signs of movement, I just assumed it was a bush or some kind of natural occurrence. Just as I was about to turn the light off and reattempt sleep, I saw the shadow shape turn 90 degrees and move behind a tree, disappearing from sight. This scared the shit out of me, and I immediately turned off the flashlight, threw my sweater-turned blanket over my head, shut my eyes tightly, and covered my ears. I was paralyzed with fear and too full of adrenaline to get any sleep, sat in the semi-fetal position clutching my flashlight for the rest of the night. I waited until the sun came up and we were back on the road before I got any sleep. 
I didn't tell anybody about the man I saw in the woods. Holy shit, that's creepy. That's really creepy. Just sitting there staring? No. Out of there. Back in college, I was driving home one late night, a two-hour drive. I noticed this truck with round-shaped headlights following following me on the freeway. Just thought we happened to be going the same way. Each freeway change, it was still following me. 50 miles later, it was still following me, staying behind me at a constant speed and good distance. I got a bit agitated. Two hours later, I finally reached my exit to my hometown, and it it exited. I knew something was up. I instantly pulled into a 24-hour McDonald's drive-thru to see if it followed me still. It followed me into the parking lot, and realizing I pulled in line to a drive-thru, it U-turned and drove off. What? When I left the McDonald's parking lot, I was paranoid that the truck was just waiting around the corner to re-follow me again. Luckily, it never reappeared, so I went home. To this day, I'm still not sure what its deal was. Holy shit, that's creepy. Yes. Who has time to just... Nobody, that's the point. Follow someone for two hours. That's the point. Like, what the the fuck? Holy shit, that's creepy. The creepiest has to be here in Thailand. Pitch black village, cloudy night, no electricity out in the overgrown forest boonies. Turn down a dirt and gravel road and headlights revealed nested rows of beheaded chickens. Ew, what? (laughs) Ew. Many years ago, a friend and I decided to visit our mutual friend at her university and spend the weekend with her. We had extremely detailed directions to follow, and we were told the trip should take about three hours. While nothing went wrong on our drive, it seemed to take forever. I don't remember exactly at what point the woods started, but I do remember traveling through these woods for a long time, perhaps an hour. We were already well past the three-hour time frame my friend had given us by the time we left the woods. When we finally reached my friend's college town, it was nearly four and a half hours since we'd left. We didn't get lost. We never hit traffic or stopped for more than a few minutes. But we quickly forgot about it since we were happy to spend the weekend with our friend. When the trip back was a little over three hours, we thought it was weird but didn't think much of it at the time. It wasn't until my next trip to visit that I realized something had been strange. I spent the whole next trip waiting for the long path through the woods that we had been on on the first time, but it never appeared. Following the same directions as the first time, the entire trip took me about three hours, as did every other trip I made out there in the following years. I don't know what happened, and I've never been able to replicate it. I still wonder what happened and where where we really were when passing those woods. What the heck? That's weird. And, you know, going... Obviously, they had made this trip several times, probably went the exact same way every time. Mm-hmm. What the heck? I don't know. Oh, my gosh. That's weird. That is weird. We were leaving a wedding we had attended that was held about three hours from home. My boyfriend had stayed sober in order to drive us home. I was pretty drunk. As we were driving the dark country back roads to get back to the city, I was half dozing. I remember squinting because there seemed to be bright headlights washing over us, and then my boyfriend, who was, start, who was driving, started screaming, like full-on screaming like I'd never heard him do before or since. It wasn't a loud, high-pitched screaming, but a deep-in-the-throat screaming that broke in and out and that left him hoarse. He swerved our car sharply to the side of the road, nearly into a ditch. 
I was now fully awake and said, what? Are you okay? He said that he saw a truck coming full bore toward us in the dark and honestly thought we were going to die. Oh my God. I looked behind us, a long straight road with no houses or streetlights. There was no sign of a truck or any kind of vehicle, no rear headlights on the road or any light from a truck's headlights, which we would have seen, and no sound of truck or car or anything. But he was shaking, and I initially brushed it off as him falling asleep at the wheel, which is already scary in and of itself. We were on a narrow country road. There was no way a massive truck could have gone by us without hitting our car, and I don't remember feeling the rumble and vibrating of our car, which was an old piece of shit. That would have happened if a truck had narrowly missed us, so I dismissed it. He still swears that he saw a massive truck coming towards us. However, I do remember a flood of headlights hurting my half-closed eyes just before my boyfriend freaked out. Holy shit. That's creepy. That's scary. Yeah. This story is from my grandpa. He's a retired long-distance truck driver, and he often drove throughout the night and early hours of the morning over unfamiliar roads. This one particular day, when my grandpa was in his 30s, it was between 2 a.m. and 3 a.m., and he was driving down a twisting country road that was so narrow, only one vehicle could fit at a time. If two vehicles met from different directions, one would have to pull off the road to let the other pass. The road was empty, save for my grandpa. On the right side of the road, there was a thick woodland, and on the left, open fields and a lake. There were no streetlights. The only light came from my grandpa's truck in the moon. It was pretty lonely. My granddad, who was going steadily down the road and going a bit faster than he should have, when my grandpa said this, I always took it to mean he was blazing down the road as fast as the truck would go. (laughs) He was listening to the radio and probably not paying much attention when he suddenly felt hands on his shoulder and a voice whisper in his name in his ear, so close that he felt the breath on his skin. (laughs) He recognized the voice. It belonged to his mother, who had passed away a few years previously. Naturally, this spooked my grandpa, and he instinctively hit the brakes. Seconds later, his headlights lit up a pile of three crashed cars that took up the entire road. My grandpa stopped just short of the wreckage. If he hadn't braked when he did, he would have plowed straight into the cars. The occupants in the crashed cars were all severely injured, and my grandpa was able to get emergency help. Had he joined the pileup, it probably would have meant a more dire outcome for all of them. There's a number of explanations for what my grandpa heard and felt, but my grandpa truly believes it was his mother giving him a warning. Oh, I'm like got shivers or I chills know. everywhere. That's crazy. I was driving from California to Ohio with my mom, and we were somewhere in the middle of South Dakota. The sun had gone down, and my check engine light had recently come on when the highway just ended. The entire road was under construction and had been completely removed. All that remained was a dirt road with the occasional orange sign. We were the only car in sight and there were no buildings or any sign of life around. The combination of the dirt road, total darkness beyond our headlights, and the check engine light made for the longest white-knuckle drive of my life. I was in a large RV pulling a truck. I just turned off a road that didn't seem to exist. Dirt, huge holes, and small boulders in the road. Road construction, GPS said. Happily, I pulled onto this two-lane highway at 1 a.m. No one was on the road but huge Mad Max-looking tractor trailers passing me at 80 miles per hour. The wind was whipping my tin can around like it, was, like it had a grudge. I crested a large hill, and all I saw were low-lying clouds glowing orangish-red. The hills all had huge flames coming out of them. 
Flares for the natural gas burn-off. The scene was like hell, driving for hours through a valley populated only by fire and demonic trucks with an orange sky in the land 2,000 miles from my own. Weird. Yeah. Was it like a fire? I don't know. That's crazy, though. Yeah. Scary. For sure. All right, I had a little bit of trouble finding stories, so I don't think these are the scariest stories I've ever read, but they're unexplained things. Okay. So years ago, when my wife was pregnant with our second child and about to give birth, my mom came to stay with us for a few days to help take care of our oldest child. One early evening, my mom asked for a pen, a paper, and an envelope. When I gave them to her, she wrote on the paper, sealed it in the envelope, and gave it to me, saying, put this in your pocket and don't open it. You'll know when, she said. Thirty minutes later, my wife announced that it was time to go to the hospital. She was in labor. So we did, and about nine hours later, our second daughter was born at 3.45 a.m. She weighed 8 pounds, 11 ounces, and was 20 inches long. This being pre-cell phone days, I called my mom from the hospital to tell her the news. She answered the phone and immediately said, before you say anything, open the envelope. I did. It said, girl, 3.45 a.m., 8 pounds, 11, and a half, 11 ounces, 20 inches. Oh, my gosh. I kept that paper for years. When my mom died, I went to our document safe where we kept it, and it was gone. What? I don't know. It's unexplained. <laughs> got chills. Uh, next one, I was on my way to Petersburg, a small island in Alaska, but the runway was foggy, so I had to stay in Juneau at a hotel for the night. Anyway, the next morning I was sleeping and had my hand dangling in between the bed and the wall, and I swear on everything, I felt something grab my hand. <laughs> it had a grip like a very firm handshake, and it literally woke me up out of a dead sleep. I actually got up and checked under the bed, and there was nothing there. It was very weird. Yuck. That's not weird. That's creepy. That is creepy. Next one. As a full-grown adult, I was telling my mother about this house I, I was in with a dream I had. It was brown, had two bedrooms, two floors, L-shaped stairs. I went into full detail about this house from my dream. Apparently, the house I described was the house I was born in. Not like born, born. I was born in a hospital, but the house my family lived in for two years prior to my birth that we all had moved out of when I was seven or eight months old. At first, I thought maybe my brain got it from pictures I had seen, but honestly, the level of detail wasn't shown in any pictures we had of me at that young age. Mostly, they were close-ups, so you couldn't really see the background much. I guess uh, to this day... It's my brain picking up re really old and obscure memories. Other than that, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how I knew anything about this house, let alone the layout, furniture, setup, etc. Hmm. Crazy. Interesting. Uh, next one. I was dating a girl eons ago, and she left my house one night after hanging out to go home. She called my house about ten minutes later because she'd curved her car, trying not to hit a dog that looked like a ghost. I was annoyed and thought she was full of it, helped her unlock her steering wheel, and she was on her way. Years later, I was riding with a completely separate, unrelated girlfriend, and I was looking down at some CDs in my lap to try and figure out what to play next. Out of the blue, she yells, fuck, and then she locks the brakes, and we slide to a stop. I asked, what the fuck are you doing? She responded, did you not see that dog run right in front of us? It looked like a ghost wolf. 
I looked around and sure enough, we were right around the same spot where my previous girlfriend had also seen this ghost canine wolf thing, which freaked me out since that one, uh, once that clicked. While I technically never saw it myself, the in, inexplainable ethereal canine, ethereal, ethereal, uh, freaked out two of my girlfriends and none of us have a clue as to what it actually was. Hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, next one, I was driving home from work one afternoon with my brother and cousin in the car. As we were sitting in traffic, I noticed high up in the sky and way out of the distance a small motionless black square. I pointed it out to both my brother and cousin, and they spotted it quickly, so I know it wasn't in my head. It just remained there for about 45 minutes, and then the sun had set, and it was too dark to spot it any longer. It just stayed in the exact same spot the whole time, and while it was really far away, you could still tell it was the perfect square shape. Once I got home, I went online to see if there were any mentions of it anywhere, and there was nothing. To this day, I still think about it and wonder what the fuck I was looking at. Hmm. Next one, I, saw, I once saw someone who looked and dressed exactly like me, with my mannerisms and posture, standing outside of a pub. I had visited that pub only a week earlier, around the same time in the evening. He was finishing a smoke and went back inside a few seconds after I had been able to notice and get a good look at him. I smoked at the time as well, so it was something I'd, I would have been doing. Not sure if I saw a glimpse of my own past from a third-person perspective or what, or if I'd have a twin somewhere in Dublin. Hmm. Uh, it didn't happen to me, but my mom. She was going through a tough patch, not making an, a lot of money. Single mom with two kids, was stressed over bills, and had just enough money to cover them. Unfortunately, it left us with no money otherwise. She was a hard worker and would do multiple shifts at the hospital. Still, it was hard this particular month. She was sweeping and prayed for help. As she turned around to empty the dust, dust bin into the trash, there was a crisp $100 bill laying perfectly on top of the filled trash can. No one lived at our house with us, and she was never able to explain it. Hmm. That's nice. That is nice. <laughs> Uh, one morning, I woke up and noticed my camera was on top of the sofa opposite my bed. I knew I didn't put it there because it was very expensive and it could very easily fall from this place. I had placed it in my cabinet. I went over and picked it up and turned it on and clicked the button to view the photos. There were hundreds of photos of me sleeping, all seemingly taken from the back of the sofa. Yeah. It, I was literally so freaked out I couldn't stop crying. I lived alone. It was just photo after photo of me sleeping. The photos were taken in quick snap, where the camera takes approximately one photo per second. I later realized the camera didn't even have a quick snap setting, so technically it was impossible for the camera to take the photos at all. The timestamp suggested all the photos were taken between 2 and 3 a.m. I've never figured out what the fuck happened how the camera got to the sofa, or how it is even possible for the camera with no quick snap to quick snap, but I still have the USB with the photos on it, and it still freaks me out. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's scary. I hate those stories when uh, people have cameras and there's pictures of them. I know. And she lived alone? Ugh. Oh, no. Uh, next one, when I was five or six, I went around the house calling for my sister. I went to the living room and saw her sitting on a chair. I ran toward her, calling her, but got no response, which was weird. 
When I came closer, I realized that the way she was sitting was unnatural. She was really stiff, staring blankly at the wall and didn't even notice me. I tried to touch her, but as my fingers got close, I got too scared. I ran to my parents' room, screaming for my mom. My sister was in there playing on our computer in different clothes. I asked her what she was doing in the living room, but she had no idea what I was talking about. Doppelganger. Yeah, creepy. Uh, next one, I had trouble sleeping one night when I was six. My heart was pounding, and I was practically scared stiff. I could barely manage it, but every time I peeked over the covers, I swear I could see the outlines of maybe four or five giant owls standing in my room. It was Aliens. A, I know. It was a small room, too. They looked like they were leaning over slightly because they were so tall that they would touch the ceiling. Pretty sure I stayed awake until sunrise. Uh, yeah. That is creepy. I just got chills. Uh, when I was five, me and my identical twin sister both caught scarlet fever. We both fell into a coma towards the end of this fever. One day, I woke up to my mom and aunt screaming and crying and holding my sister because she was unresponsive and not breathing. They were doing chest compressions, CPR, etc., but nothing was working. I was desperately trying to get their attention because I was so young and didn't understand what was going on. I went back into my room to go back to sleep, but in the corner of the room where my sister's bed was, I saw her laying there breathing fine. I went back out into the living room and realized I was looking at myself in my mom's arms as she tried to revive me. Yeah. Eventually, I saw my eyes flicker open and everything went dark. I woke up a few weeks later in the hospital next to my sister and mom, who ended up catching it because of us. My mom told me I had almost died and they were trying to wake me up, but I was unresponsive, so the ambulance took all three of us into the ICU. To this day, I'm still unsure how I witnessed my own death. Yeah. Creepy. Yes. Okay, this is my last one. My uncle died and I inherited his car. It was this blue Olds and it ran pretty well, so I was happy to get it. At the time, I went to college three hours away from my hometown, so on weekends I would drive home and then drive back late Sunday night to make class in the morning. One night I'm driving home and, my, and a car approaches behind me with their brights on. I look in my rearview mirror to see if they're trying to pass and see someone sitting in my back seat. Yeah. I didn't turn my head. I kept driving, panicking the entire time. That's what I would do. I know. I'm just so scared. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I get to the next town, about 15 minutes later, I pull into the first brightly lit gas station I see and pretend to be getting gas to see who's in the back seat of, of my car and help get help if necessary. But then I look back there, and I don't see anyone. I look under the car, in the trunk, on the floor, nothing. I know I saw someone back there. I continued to see them all the way to the gas station, but they disappeared. Fast forward a couple of weeks, my roommate comes running into my room asking who the guy is in my car. <laughs> it's broad daylight, and apparently he's back. I ran out to see who it is, gone again. After a couple of weeks, it stopped, our best guess is that it's my uncle, but we really don't know. Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and my roommate is giggling. Oh, that was <laughs> I do have one more. Damn it. This is my last one. It's very short. That one was creepy, though. Is that is the, very creepy. The uncle didn't want to give up the car. Yeah. Okay, this is my very short last one. I promise. Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night, and my roommate is giggling and playing with my hair, and in the morning, she doesn't remember. Yeah. Woo! 
Creepy. Okay. All right. It's time for the witty wrap up. Yay, witty wrap up. I just did funny tweets. Okay. Where do babies come from? Seriously, I have no clue how they keep getting in the house. <laughs> My five-year-old decided to count to a thousand in his head. It was the most peace I've had in years. That is hilarious. Be kind to everyone you meet, for you never know who got woken up at 3.20 a.m. by a kid who was just not tired. <laughs> when I was a kid, I stupidly stapled my fingertips to see what would happen. Ow. This morning, my eight-year-old put one of those plastic bead bag clips on her lip, and I knew my legacy would live on. <laughs> Weird people. <laughs> My daughter woke up at 6.06 today instead of her usual 6 o'clock because we let her stay up five hours past her bedtime last night. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what the fuck? That's how Peyton was, too. Yeah. He would wake up at, like, I don't know what time, like 7 or 7.30 every morning. No matter how Yeah, it didn't late. matter. That's didn't matter. hilarious. Me. I don't know how making meals that all the kids will eat could get any more difficult. Child. I am no longer eating any food that contains the letter E. <laughs> Gosh. Cleaning when you have a toddler is truly point pointless. Yes, it is. Yes. My four-year-old said it wouldn't be wouldn't it be funny if she was the queen and I was her servant and we both laughed and then I cried because that's my actual real life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My wife has introduced Play-Doh to our child, and I just can't think of a more reckless decision. <laughs> My youngest is really disappointed that Mother's Day is not named specifically for me and wants to know if it's because I'm not a famous mom. Oh. <laughs> Brat. <laughs> One day you'll be at a playground watching your kids run around because they don't need you to follow them around anymore and you'll notice a mom running after a toddler with a baby and a carrier and you'll cry for a moment because thank fuck those days are done. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> the other day my five-year-old told me that when you're in a car you're outside but also inside and I can't stop thinking about that. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> That's hilarious. Having kids has turned my house into a junk drawer. Yes. 12-year-old bawling. Mom, I had a dream I was at your funeral. You had been assassinated. Me. Oh, buddy, you think I'm cool enough to be assassinated? (laughs) (laughs) This morning to my children, I said, fine, see if I ever birth you again. And I rue the day I ever pooped you out of my butthole. (laughs) I can't wait to hear the feedback from their science teachers. <laughs> That's great. I love all my children equally. I steal the same number of fries from each one. That's so nice. I know. Have we tried offering a pizza party to whatever state vaccinates the most people? <laughs> like the glass parties. Uh-huh. That's great. What if dogs needed to wear deodorant and you had to apply it under their little arms for them? Oh, my gosh. No. (laughs) Thank you to all the people who gave their lives figuring out which mushrooms we can and can't eat. Yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. (laughs) I figured you'd like that. 
kind of wild that cats just stay home all day, every day, being mad at nothing. (laughs) (laughs) He dumped me, so I'm dating his landlord. We're increasing the rent tomorrow. Wait, say that one again. He dumped me, so I'm dating his landlord. We increased... We're increasing the rent tomorrow. <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> That's funny. That's great. <laughs> I have a child's understanding of what happens at an office job. What are you guys doing on the computer all day? It can't all be emails. <laughs> I think that about people. Like, when you see someone on their phone, like, I wonder what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like what they're talking about? No, like out in public when they're just staring at their phone. Oh. I'm like, I wonder if they're on Facebook or like social media or if they're texting someone oh. or like, I want to know. I'm nosy like that. Why are you wearing a mask outside? Because I don't like my face. <laughs> True introvert. That's great. And my last one. Drinking in Austin after living in New York is like spending Monopoly money. I almost died last night and I spent $25. <laughs> That's great. That's all I got. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Send in your stories. We still need them. Podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook. uh, Recommend us on there. Rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen. And we will talk to you next week. Later. Bye. My five-year-old decided to count to a thousand in his head. It was the most peace I've had in years. That is hilarious. Be kind to everyone you meet, for you never know who got woken up at 3.20 a.m. by a kid who was just not tired. (laughs) When I was a kid, I stupidly stapled my fingertips to see what would happen. This morning, my eight-year-old put one of those plastic bead bag clips on her lip, and I knew my legacy would live on. (laughs) Weird people. (laughs) My daughter woke up at 6.06 today instead of her usual 6 o'clock because we let her stay up five hours past her bedtime last night. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) What the fuck? I was, too. We would wake up at, like, I don't know what time, like 7 or 7.30 every morning. No matter how late. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Me. I don't know how making meals that all the kids will eat could get any more difficult. Child. I'm no longer eating any food that contains the letter E. <laughs> Gosh. Cleaning when you have a toddler is truly point- pointless. Yes, it is. Yes. My four-year-old said it wouldn't be, wouldn't it be funny if she was the queen and I was her servant and we both laughed and then I cried because that's my actual real life. Yes! <laughs> my wife has introduced Play-Doh to our child and I just can't think of a more reckless decision. <laughs> my youngest is really disappointed that Mother's Day is not named specifically for me and wants to know if it's because I'm not a famous mom. Oh. <laughs> One day you'll be at a playground watching your kids run around because they don't need you to follow them around anymore and you'll notice a mom running after a toddler with a baby in a carrier and you'll cry for a moment because thank fuck those days are done. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the other day my five-year-old told me that when you're in a car, you're outside but also inside and I can't stop thinking about that. That's <laughs> true. That's hilarious. <laughs> Having kids has turned my house into a junk drawer. Yes. Twelve-year-old bawling. Mom, I had a dream I was at your funeral. You had been assassinated. Me. Oh, buddy, you think I'm cool enough to be assassinated? <laughs> This morning to my children, I said, fine, see if I ever birth you again, and I rue the day I ever pooped you out of my butthole. I can't wait to hear the feedback from their science teachers. That's great. I love all my children equally. I steal the same number of fries from each one. That's so nice. I know. Have we tried offering a pizza party to whatever state vaccinates the most people? (laughs) Like the glass party. Uh That's great. What if dogs needed to wear deodorant and you had to apply it under their little arms for them? Oh my gosh, No. Thank you to all the people who gave their lives figuring out which mushrooms we can and can't eat. Yes, thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> I figured you'd like that. <laughs> kind of wild that cats just stay home all day, every day, being mad at nothing. <laughs> he dumped me, so I'm dating his landlord. We're increasing the rent tomorrow. Wait, say that one again. 
He dumped me, so I'm dating his landlord. We increased it. We're increasing the rent tomorrow. <laughs> That's me. That's funny. Okay. <laughs> I have a child's understanding of what happens at an office job. What are you guys doing on the computer all day? It can't all be emails. <laughs> I think that about people. Like, when you see someone on their phone, like, I wonder what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like, what they're talking about? No, like, out in public when they're just staring at their phone. Oh. I'm like, I wonder if they're on Facebook or, like, social media, if they're texting someone. Oh. Or, like, I want to know. I'm nothing like that. Why are you wearing a mask outside? Because I don't like my face. <laughs> True introvert. That's great. And the last one. Drinking in Austin after living in New York is like spending Monopoly money. I almost died last night and I spent $25. <laughs> That's great. That's all I got. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Send in your stories. We still need them. Wolfsnightoutpodcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook. Uh, recommend us on there. Rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen. And we will talk to you next week. Later. Bye.